Hello, and welcome to the Lost Map Podcast. Who are you? I'm your worst f***ing nightmare. Ladies and gentlemen, please listen to Molly Linen.
Hello there. You've just been listening to Spring by Molly Lennon. I'm Pictish Trail. I'm here in the lovely budget hotel room of Salford's Media City, the Premier Inn. And I'm accompanied by my good pal and guitar player extraordinaire and podcast editor, <laughs> Joe Cormack. Hello. I'm substituting this month for Laura Doherty. You've got the same timbre to your voice. I do, don't I? You're very gravelly. Thanks. There's a certain amount of ennui in your voice. I don't know what that is, but... Is it like Timothy? It's like Timothy crossed with Enya. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here sweating in this Premier Inn room, which doesn't have any functioning air conditioning, which for recording purposes is actually quite good, because it's a very quiet, still room. And I'm feeling quite tranquil after listening to that Molly Linen track. We're in a Premier Inn, not because we've run away from our wives, but because we are on tour. At the moment, the Pictish Trail Tour, we're about halfway through. Does that sound all right? Yeah, we're, we're, we finish on Sunday in England. A couple of days off, then another four days in Scotland. Scotland. I've lost all track of time, I'll be honest. It feels like we've been on tour for months. It's been really amazing. We did a week of rehearsals a few weeks ago and then had a secret gig at the Hug and Pint in Glasgow, which was great, but then turned out to be a super spreader event, <laughs> as half the audience that we knew and half of the band came down with COVID just before the tour started properly in Birmingham last Tuesday. It's been a bit of, an, a, bit of a... It's been a roller coaster. It really has. We had a radio session last Monday in Scotland, and about an hour before we were due to arrive... Guess who I got a call from, Joe? Was it Suze? It was Suze Bear who plays the keyboards in our band. And she was like, I can't join you. I've got COVID. We managed to do the session without her and I think we got through it all right. Yeah. Well, you decide, dear listener. I think it's only available up on the Radio Scotland website for the next 14 days or so. So decide quickly. Um, <laughs> and then the next morning we were packing up the van and we are heading off down to Birmingham. And I got a phone call from bass player Gitto. And he was like, guess what? I've got COVID. <laughs> and so we were like, oh, no. We started off the tour from a five-piece depleted down to a three-piece band. And that was quite, that was a little bit scary for just thinking about in terms of trying to plan things for the tour. Because we felt at any point, any one of the rest of us could get it. Yeah, I think at that point we assumed that one, if not all of us, were going to get it. And I was definitely thinking, this is going to be cancelled tomorrow. Yeah, so did I. I mean, I constantly think that about my career anyway. <laughs> yeah, am I going to be cancelled tomorrow? <laughs> Should I write this on Twitter? No, I'm not. <laughs> Luckily, we've tested negative throughout the entire tour. We've somehow managed to avoid it. It's almost like we're immune. Invincible, would you say? I think blessed by Christ is how I like to view it. And um, I've always assumed... <laughs> I want to tap into the Jesus audience because apparently that's quite big. Yeah, so yeah. we think we're all blessed by Christ. And if you think that you are too, come along to our remaining dates, which are scattered across the UK throughout the rest of April. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't feel blessed by Christ or blessed by anyone at the beginning of the tour on Tuesday. But we managed to put together the set. We sort of rejigged the set so that half of it was acoustic. And then, yeah, we brought in the band. Ian had managed to work out how to do some electronic stuff using his sample pads. And Ian's the drummer. And then we borrowed Jamie Dubber from the band Savage Mansion, who conveniently were on tour with us. Yeah, thank God. 
And they're all invincible. They're all blessed by Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, British Trail songs are quite easy to pick up, apparently. Oh, God. I put my all into these songs. They took me six months. I thought I'd invented a whole new type of music, Joe. Mm. Turns out... it's Same song. The same, it's just the same song. Ten times. Slightly different capo positions. If you would like to play bass for Pictures Trail and you are blessed by Christ, please send an email to club at lostmap.christ. So, yeah, and actually, the shows have been, I don't know, for me personally, they've been all the better for it. Like, having that sense of, be, you know, being on kept on your toes kind of does add a bit of extra excitement. I hope um, Susan Goodwood won't hear that. Well, no, The shows have been all the better for it. Okay, I'll retract that. I mean, maybe musically, this, the shows haven't been quite the same as they would have been as a 5P. But I think they've been I know good, what you though. Mean, yeah, I've really enjoyed just, uh, yeah, being on our toes and playing louder. Susan Gitto, you're fired. <laughs> you're not fired. They're going to rejoin us on the tour this week. Gitto's coming down to Newcastle this week, which will happen before this podcast episode airs. So Susan's going to join us in for the Scottish dates. And yeah, it's, I'm really looking forward to, to all. Just the feeling of being back on tour is a really great feeling. Just getting into the routine of playing and the routine of eating really unhealthily <laughs> every day. Yesterday I had two burgers. It's brilliant. I'm having a great time. I look horrendous. <laughs> so yeah, if you've been to any of the shows and you've enjoyed them, uh, please pop us a, an email, let us know what you've thought. Don't request any refunds. They will not be processed. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's business still as usual here at Lost Map Towers, which has moved to the Premier Inn in Salford, Media City. <laughs> and we are well aware that we are contractually obliged to deliver this podcast to you on April 1st. It is not a fool. We've got a jam-packed show for you today with an interview with Alabaster de Plume, whose new album comes out today. And we've also got a little selection of treats for you. Audio treats have been selected for this month's Postmap Club. But Joe... What is Postmap Club? Postmap Club, Postmap Club, Postmap Club, it's a very nice club. Early in the morning, just as day is dawning, Victor's Trail is talking loads of shite. Postmap Club is our membership club in which we send you postcards in the post at the start of every month. These printed postcards have a bit of artwork on the front or a photo. And on the other side they contain download codes where you can download new music we've released in the label. Brand new singles, exclusive tracks, rarities, live sessions, audio experiments, all from the Lost Map Collective. We send you at least two or three postcards each month. And when you sign up for the first time you get a double bumper pack of different postcards. You also get a membership badge and a monthly newsletter from Pictish Trail. That's me. Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) And you also get a special monthly discount code that gives you 15% off anything in our web shop. And the same code gives you 10% off anything in our band camp. Postmap Club is a nice way for you to support what we're doing as a label. And if you enjoy this podcast and you like the music that you hear, you should sign up. There are currently three tiers of membership, starting at just £3 a month. And all three tiers get exactly the same stuff. The only difference is if you pay more, you get a slightly bigger badge. Ooh! Yep. There's also options on a digital-only membership. 
If you'd like more info on how to become a member or purchase a gift membership, you can find out more by going to lostmap.com forward slash CLUB. <laughs> Beautiful work there, Joe. That You nailed okay. that. You nailed Thanks. that. We got there. So... What is in the Postmap Club this month? You've heard a track of it already. We started off the show with a track by Molly Lennon, which was the song Spring, taken from her recently released Days Awake EP. And the postcard comes with a live version of the track that was recorded at Daylight Music at St. John's in Bethnal Green back in December. And it sounds really nice. It's got her pal Stevie on double bass and Kayo on the electric guitar. Up next, we've got a track here from Bas Yan. This is a remix of a tune from their recently released album, Baby You Know. The track is Progressive Causes and it's been remixed by Crooked Man. was the progressively crooked remix of progressive causes by crooked man aka richard barrett aka the legendary sheffield dj dj parrot proper honor to have him on board mixing that one up it sounds amazing in fact he's he's done two remixes of that track there's the progressively crooked and then the progressively more crooked and i invite you to tell the difference well, I just hope that um, we don't get sued by the Backstreet Boys. Shut that. up. <laughs> Take the Backstreet Boys name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> yes, what an amazing, astounding remix. Sounds really great loud. That um, that features on the postcard as part of this month's Postmap Club. Also in this month's Postmap Club mailbag, we've got a postcard for you from Delifinger. Delifinger is the project of Matthew Lacey, once formerly of Bristol-based collective Olo Worms and the Stroud-based duo Grasscourt. 
Deli Finger has been a solo project that Matt's been doing for years concurrently though alongside all his band work and yeah this is the first taster of some brand new material that he's been working on. It's a track called Hold On Blue. smidgen of Hold On Blue by Delifinger, which is part of this month's Postmap Club releases alongside the remix postcard from Bassian and the spring postcard from Molly Linen. You can get all three of these postcards plus all the lovely perks if you go to lostmap.com forward slash club and become a Postmap Club member by going to that address. Do it now. Actually, don't do it now. Actually, no, do it now. Do it now. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. In fact, maybe you should just pause this podcast and then re- resume it. So pause it now, join, and then just resume. So if you've got the money, that's all you care about, right? If I've got the money? Yeah. Yeah. Once you've got the money, don't bother listening. Yeah, yo, yeah. What, yeah. Once you've signed up, you don't have to listen to the rest of this. It's fine. We've got your money at that point. Okay, but just in case you, you are still listening, here we go. Thank you for joining Postmap Club. <laughs> How do you feel? You look brilliant, by the way. You look really brilliant. So now on to this month's featured interview. Today is April 1st, or the day that you possibly are listening to this podcast. It is also the release date of Alabaster de Plume's brand new album, a double LP entitled Gold. I told him he should have called it Fool's Gold. Cause it's that would have been good, wouldn't it? Yeah. And he's from Manchester. He didn't go for it. He doesn't listen to any of my suggestions. And I thought that was in the nature of improvising. Some fucking collaborator he turned out to be. Turns out he's an absolute genius. I mean, the man is an absolute powerhouse, uh, an incredible live performer. It's hard to talk about Alabaster without using superlatives because he's just someone who is unlike any performer I've ever seen. He's so massively captivating and the music he's making is just completely on a different level to anything I've heard. He's just been on a tour of the States but before he got on a plane to America, he recorded this interview with us, which you edited, Joe. I did edit it, yeah. And uh, very interesting it was. Though it was five hours, but I managed to whittle it down to 
that end up being 25 minutes. There was an improvisational jiu-jitsu session halfway through the recording, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, there was. Yeah. Unnecessary. Postmap Club members will receive the full unedited jiu-jitsu workshop featuring Alabaster de Bloom on SAGs. <laughs> um, right, without further ado, let's get to the interview here with Alabaster de Plume as he tells us all about his brand new album, which is released today on Lost Map and International Anthem with the Total Refreshment Centre, entitled Gold. Here he is, Alabaster de Plume. just practicing some um, jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu saved my life. It's the first thing I've done in my life that it's not useful for anyone else. It's only good for me and I'm gradually figuring out that I have my own value as an individual in order to not try and give someone else responsibility for my value. Sometimes we do that, right? Where we choose somebody and if they say something good about me then I'm good and if they say something bad about me then I am bad but no one wants that responsibility I want responsibility for my own independent value and I've been doing that by doing jujitsu I recommend it I remember jumping around the living room at my parents' house, behaving like Axl Rose, with my brother Joe hitting a chair with his drumsticks, just hitting a chair like it's drums. Jumping around, I started making very angular, very, very particular rock music when I was a kid, stuff that no one could ever dance to. And I wanted to make the words really good, because like no one ever tries to make the words good, do they? They just sing whatever. And I wanted to make them really good, but no one could tell what I was singing or I was screaming because the music was so loud. So I kept taking away instruments for the verses until eventually I just took all the instruments away and I was like, sod it, I'm just going to have just the words. And then I became a strange poet who travelled the country giving these bizarre performances and stomping around the audiences screaming and then after that I found a saxophone someone left a clarinet in my house and I started playing that and I moved into this bizarre house full of crazy musicians and we got drunk every night every every night just completely hammered making music for fun and enjoying each other by playing music and that's how I learned to play the saxophone that's probably why I play it sideways right I don't think you're supposed to do it that way. Don't try this at home. And I became an accompanist. And I would travel Europe as an accompanist for a singer called Liz Green. And eventually I was frustrated by the way that people run their sessions and run their gigs. And I challenged myself to make something the way that I thought something would want to be made. No one asked me to. No one said they were ever going to buy that stuff. Just making my things for the joy of making my things. And that's when I was recording Visit Croatia and Why Buzzard Man Why 
and Copernicus. It's only many years later that anyone would be interested in it. I didn't think that I would have the honour of working with Lost Map at that time, or International Anthem, or all those crew. But I moved to London to become a new person. You know, if you surround yourself with strangers, you can just introduce yourself as anyone you want, and that's fine. And so I just came to London and I said, hey, I'm Alabaster de Plume. And they're just like, yeah, sure, fine. And I found that this place, the Total Refreshment Center, this community, it demanded of me this method of making music that involves bringing together different communities and different voices and welcoming them in a vulnerable way, welcoming people's authentic creativity into my work and being prepared to respond to how they are and how they express themselves and so that they could have some ownership of what that moment was. I would not have done that anywhere else but here at the Total Refreshment Centre. Gold, I was writing that in the Peach Sessions. If you book yourself for a show every month, you can't just do the same thing every month, can you? So I had to come up with these different pieces of material and some of them I've used in other things like Buy It and I Was Gonna Fight Fascism and all that stuff. It became a collection. It became an embodiment of this idea of courage and love. And there's things that I started to say to people, things like, go forward in the courage of your love. That's just something that I just would say to someone. That's the kind of pretentious cretin that I am. For other people, see you later is perfectly fine, but Gus has to say, go forward in the courage of your love. But I felt it, you know, and I meant it. And I would say to people, don't forget your pressures. I forget sometimes, I forget... That's just something I would say to people. And then one night I was attacked and beaten and robbed by a couple of spirits, a couple of guys, a couple of characters who are in a much harder life situation than I am. And the next day I came back into my studio and I played back some of my music that I'd been working on. And over the top of this music I just said those words that I'd been saying to people. I just said it, don't forget your precious. I remember my pin number, but I forget that I'm precious. Don't forget. I said those words into the recording, partly because it's funny, you know, partly to help me to have compassion, but also because I needed to hear it myself. I mean, if I needed to hear it, then other people might need to hear it as well, you know. So it was many years that I was writing those tunes. I was writing them here at the TRC. I was writing them when I was on tour. But we recorded them for over two weeks. We spent two weeks with a different band every day. And not once did I listen, did any of us listen to what we were doing. I kept us all too busy having fun and making things together. And that was deliberate so that we wouldn't start thinking about ourselves or trying to be good enough and all that stuff, you know, that happens. Who was involved? Serati Korwa, Ursula Russell. Tom Herbert, absolutely unbelievable players. Tom Skinner, 
the members of the Deep Throat Choir singing, Donna Thompson, Hannah Miller, absolutely magical, Conrad Singh. I remember my identity, I remember my shame, I remember the German word for calculator. How does the album differ to the previous LPs? It has got less stuff in the way, I think. It's more like the ultimate version of my method, the way that I really make things. I have had, for the first time with this record, a budget, for one thing, to do things the way I want to do them. But I was also more naked in the making of this thing, which was also deliberate. I had less to hide behind. And when I heard the mixes, I said, I feel represented in it as an individual. I feel like I could die and people could still get to know me. tunes on the record is called fucking let them i just wanted to put a swear word in a title not really i'm just kidding there's a bit of monologue recorded in that piece that's from a speech i was giving at a show at electro works in uh, 2019 and there was an election coming up in this country and i was working on engaging people with that election and I thought, well, I could use my show to try and get everyone to vote Labour. Pretty much all of my audience are going to vote that way anyway. But I thought, what if I use the show to galvanise people into campaigning for the party, getting involved in the politics through activism? So that's what I did. And I wrote this thing to say that was using this notion of even if we, we don't know if it's going to succeed or not, we know where we're coming from and we can believe in that and have faith in that. And it's the same making this record for you. Maybe you're going to listen to this record. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, successful in the traditional terms. And I can be afraid of whether or not it will succeed, but I can also look to where I am coming from. And if I'm happy with where I'm coming from, then it's easier to do the work in spite of the fear that I feel about presenting myself to you in this way. The end of that speech has got this poem in it that is actually the center of the meaning of this album, Gold. And the poem says, I have all I need for the glory of being. I recognize you and celebrate. I am brazen like a baby, like the stupid sun. And I go forward in the courage of my love. 
you hear that poem a few times in that album because that's the main point of the album. And this tune, Fucking Let Them, that's the first time you hear that poem in the album. And I still cower sometimes, but I want to reach to that voice with love and say, Fucking Let Them. Fucking Let Them. Fucking Let Them. I have all I need for the glory of being. I recognize you and celebrate. I am brazen like a baby like the stupid sun, and I go forward in the courage of my love. The sound of my feet on this earth is a song to your spirit, and as I said earlier, a lot of what this album is made of is things that I just say to people sometimes. Go forward in the courage of your love. Don't forget your precious, that kind of thing. It's stuff that I've said to people in order to encourage them because I feel that what we need next is courage and love and using our love to create courage and so this instrumental is named that way because that's a text message that I sent to somebody someone was um, on the other side of the world experiencing something very hard and I wanted to express to them something I sent them a message that just says the sound of my feet on this earth is a song to your spirit. to do through creating this album was to use myself as an example of things we could do better using some aspects of myself that I'm less proud of or that show that I am not so complete you know to be vulnerable so one of the songs is called I'm good at not crying probably because of various things about my background as a white middle-class Englishman or other things about my personal history. I do have a tendency to have a good control, like a very strong control over my emotional output, which is sometimes a good thing. Sometimes it's less of a good thing. But I wanted to present the vulnerable truth so that we can look at it and um, question it. I talk in this song about how I'm able to not cry, but it also kind of means that um, you could say that I'm actually not good at crying, which is another question. I mean, I could ask people to be vulnerable, but I, I don't think that's really going to work. I think a better way of encouraging that kind of openness and vulnerability is to go ahead and do it myself and show through an action that this is a place of vulnerability where we can make space for one another and that where we can be brave and that we can create courage. Mm-hmm. 
the things that I made sure we did in order to stop my players from getting in their heads and doubting themselves and trying to get the song right so that we don't have to play the song anymore because we've got it right now. You know that kind of thing. One of the things I did was to keep us too busy responding to each other and making and inventing music. And I brought compositions to the session not because it is my song on my album and we need to get it right so that we have recorded it and then we can put it... No, not for that reason, but more like just so that there's something to enjoy. And so I brought some tunes to the recording session just for fun. And one of those ended up on the record. That's the first track, actually. It's called Agentia Caba.
That was Agente Acaba by Alabaster de Plume, the opening track on his brand new album Gold, which is out now, April 1st, on Lost Map Records with International Anthem and the Total Refreshment Centre. You can get it in all good shops, but you can also purchase it from the Lost Map website and from our Bandcamp in a special Obsidian Vortex edition. The vinyl is in this sort of swirly, marbly, greeny-black effect. It looks really incredible. The artwork for the entire album is incredible, actually. There's this beautiful gold foil effect on the outside of the gatefold sleeve. If you're a Postmap Club member, you will get 15% off on your order. So be sure to sign up and purchase your copy from us. Alabaster is out on tour for pretty much the rest of his life by looking at these dates. Uh, He's got a very big show happening at the Village Underground in London, though, on the 1st of May. And I implore you all to go and purchase tickets for that because really he's a, a live performer like no other. He's also playing across Europe at The Hague in Amsterdam later in April at the, in the Azores in Portugal, in the Azores Islands, uh, Zurich, Vienna, Dresden, Berlin, Stockholm, Gothenburg, Brighton. I know what that is. All these lovely places. Be sure to catch him live. Yes. It's been a very special tour edition of the podcast. Thank you for joining me this month, Joe. Thank you for having me in your Premier Inn. I've allowed you into the Premier Inn hotel room. Yeah, this is what it's like. Well, it's, this, this is what it's like for me. The rest of the band sleep in the van. Yeah. Thanks for letting me into the hotel. Just remember who's paying you. <laughs> I'll give you half of my of my breakfast. Oh, thanks. Um, some of those little white chocolates. <laughs> those white creamy chocolates in the gold wrapper that taste almost like butter, but if you imagine the chocolate, it tastes all the better, all the sweeter. I've been really enjoying touring. And hanging yeah. out. It's yeah, been really me too. nice. Have, yeah. Have there been any tour highlights for you, Joe? Yeah, it's all been nice. Yeah, I've enjoyed hanging out with the Savage Mansion people. I didn't really know them before this tour. Mm. They're all very nice, aren't they? They're laid back. A very funny bunch. They were out in the pub last night. It was their day off, and they all got absolutely shit faced and ended up meeting Dylan Moran in oh, a pub. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? I think they took Dylan Moran back to the hotel. Yeah. That they were staying in. Yeah. And then what did they do to him? Well, we'll find out next month. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. Highlights, apart from the server stations, I loved London. That was a great show. Really busy, mm. big light show, great crowd. There was a confetti cannon. Confetti cannon. Yeah, we went out after and it was almost felt like normal life, didn't it? For, it was, for a second. It did, yeah. It was exciting playing that London show. And all the shows have been really great, but that one was absolutely packed. Just There was a really great energy in the room and people were dancing and felt like a really good release. Um, mm. Hopefully no one has perished of coronavirus since. That's always the hope. But I think all the gigs have been pretty good. Yeah, they've yeah. been really great. It's been fun just like... When I write the songs, it's usually just myself. It's myself that does it all. I do all the work, Joe. Yeah. But when it comes to live, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I couldn't do this without you. Yeah, when we're in the rehearsal room, we're all like, you did write this song, didn't you? When you see Johnny fumbling around the fretboard. Um, what is it? It's the little triangle chord. What one's that? <laughs> don't look, Don't give my techniques away. The triangle I've patented. And it must feature in every single one of my songs. Yeah, my highlights have been... I don't, actually, it's hard to single out a, a specific highlight. There was a, a lot of really stressful times just before the, the tour started and not knowing whether we were going to get it and have to cancel the rest of the shows. And just that state of just not being able to plan anything was a, 
a bit of a low light. But the fact that each show has happened and it's been received so well and people have been saying hi and been saying really nice things after the show, that's been like, every night has been a highlight for that, for those reasons. I open up the night with an acoustic version of a song from the album called Nuclear Sunflower Swamp. And I think we'll close today's show with a full, the full band version of that. Good idea. Actually, this is one of my favourites from the album. Oh. Island Fam. Is it we? because it's got swearing in it? They'll swearing, don't you? <laughs> thank you for listening to the Lost Map podcast thank you to you Joe you're welcome good luck with editing this thank you (laughs) Uh, join us next month when uh, I'll be back on egg I'll probably sound a bit less hoarse and a bit more hoarse (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah hell yeah bye
it all.